Welcome to the Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us and then dive into our community with great questions from our community members at uh, talkofspirit.com there. But yeah. How's it going, Chris? Uh, That's perfect. That 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 pretty much is my emotion right now if I put it into words. It's just blah. No, I didn't say blah. <laughs> it, I was kind of putting actual phonetic words to it. It was more of a onomatopoeia of groaning noises. Yeah, I, I, I was just... How do you I, spell I, that? I, I, I was just trying to think of what what my what my my feelings are on this at this very moment. And it is hard to do so. Okay. Anything special happening lately? Not really. Lots of news. We should probably get into that eventually, but uh Yeah. It's been it's why, been a, it's been a wasteful news? tiring tiring week. Oh by far. But uh, we're getting through it. <laughs> we're excited for the next season that's coming up. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our preview of the spring season that's coming up because it looks insane and it sucks because it's like so busy in real life that I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch all these shows that I want to watch. It's like we barely put together these little seven or eight lists at the very end of our preview episode and it's like that's not even covering a quarter of all the shows that I want to watch next season, but... Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll manage in some way, shape, or form. It's just gonna be probably like late nights of watching shows, and then going to bed really late. <laughs> that's that's the only way I can see it happening. But uh, can't do that. Uh, before the news, uh, I I don't really. I just really been the same things. Just watching anime. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get caught up on all the Netflix shows because they're kind of out of the loop. But I still need to watch them. Um, and that's of kind of been. There? Yeah, I mean, you have Be the Beginning, Ico the Incarnation, uh, Devil Man. Uh, they have that Guy Sword, or whatever it's called, that new one. That one's out there now. So it's like, while I'm trying to keep up with the season, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, boom, 12 episodes, enjoy it. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? I can't do this. What are you doing to me? You're killing me here. As long as the... As long as the Annie's not up yet. That is in the news. We'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that would probably be one of those ones that we're going to have to drop we're doing to watch it. Even though right now we're trying to get caught up on Full Metal Panic for the new season because I'm slowly finding out that I don't think I watch really much of it. 
because so, I don't remember really much of it. That's an interesting show. It's a fun show. It's a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I mean, well, it's it kind of, and that's going to be one of those nostalgic things that hurts me is like, I I technically love it because it gets me that kind of feeling of the old police shows kind of shows, you know, just the crime stoppers, you know, uh, you're under arrest, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm like New Dominion it. Tank I'm like it. It's, it's just a goofy all over the place show so far, so. Yeah, one of the funnest little uh, walks into a a locker room scenes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I liked the I liked the uh, the catching the the uh, the panty thief. I, I thought that was pretty good. I like how you immediately go there. Just go there. Just go there. No shame. Um, outside of that, though, I mean, the only other thing that I really have time to do is like my mobile games, which Alchemist Code is still a lot of fun, um, challenging, which I like. Uh, Fake Go is pretty much non-existent in my brain anymore because they're doing the stupid thing of like an entire month of nothing but the America banner, which is like boring. <laughs> There's nothing, no events happening for like three weeks. It's like, literally, what are you doing, Anaplex? You had my money constantly flowing into your bank account and now I'm bored and I'm probably going to stop playing it. So they're, they're screwing up bad. They need to release something interesting. The John Banner coup alter something like that so yeah that's been i just log on anymore to juggle experience points because all i'm doing is logging in doing experience runs and then burning the experience cards because there's nothing else to do so unfortunate but hopefully something else will come You're up burning experience cards and Unf- yeah <laughs> oh my gosh sadly on the other side japan's you have, getting you have, like every character and you're burning experience cards you suck, sir. Because I don't want to waste my ascension materials. I need to. Oh, actually is that what it, it is? Okay. Yeah, because it's like they're they're I, they're for certain characters, not just you and know, I, and random. I have, and I'm stars. so desperate for characters. I have to burn my ascension stuff. I You're burning to. it. How do you burn ascension yeah, stuff? I'm, I'm using them on, on characters. <laughs> you get mad at burning it's it's considered it's considered burning them because they're on characters I don't care about. That's I guess you can call it that. I got Kid Gil- yeah. Gilgamesh. Dude, I, I, it's so sad that I max ascended him oh, you before, got him before uh, Amoxashiro and before, uh, there's like three other gold cards that I did even, I, I raised him first. I was like, Kid Gil, heck yeah, that dude is max ascended quick. Because yeah, you never said that you got him, so I was, I was kind of worried that I got him before you. <laughs> I got him... Trying to roll for the second banner, I think. I was, but the yeah, first banner, yeah, I, a, I burned everything on the first banner and got none, none of him. I was like, can I at least get Kid Gill? It sucks that I, 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 I got him trying to get Meld, and and I didn't get her, of course. Yeah, Mev, I, I didn't get. Uh, what was the one? I didn't before, get the though? other one either. Yeah, and the other the one had like is she a berserker? Yeah the 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 chick the medical chick whatever her name is. I was really only rolling on that one for what was it, Rem, Remy or whatever guy, that guy's name, the sword, the saber. He's like incredibly powerful. So I was, and, and the caster chick, um, Bat- no, not Battery. What was her name? See, see, you can tell the difference in the way that that we play. It's almost like Andrew's playing for completionist standards. I'm playing for at least give me a waifu here and there. <laughs> But waifus are my important thing. That's the only reason I'm there yeah, no, for. That, that's the thing. Is like they, there's this completionist side. No, I can't, I gave up on the completionist thing. Probably. Did you? With, I think the American banner killed it for me. Uh-huh. Like I rolled for that banner, and I was like, I got none of those. All of those. Like I, I didn't get Kid Gill. 
I didn't get any of the featured uh, four and five stars. Literally none of them. All I got, I think, was uh, Billy the Kid. I think Billy the Kid was the only one I got. I literally got uh, the the caster guy that you get at the very end of the of the of the the singularity. The Indian guy. Oh my gosh, I can't think of his name. It's killing me. But I got him from beating the singularity. I didn't get him from the banner. I literally only got Billy Kid. I was like, you get I'm, somebody from beating I'm, the beating the singularity. Yeah. See, I didn't even get my uh, the caster guy. This is driving me nuts. Because I didn't even get my. Uh, don't we get a um, uh, paleogenesis for beating it? Uh, yeah, I got mine. I don't even think you beat it if, you, if you're saying that. I'm starting to worry about it if I beat it because I got got all the way the bla- the only thing that I haven't done is that black hole because I can't get the black hole to unlock. The black hole. Well, do you see Camelot, the main screen? I don't remember. I don't think you. <laughs> I think you're done. Yeah, it goes all the way to Washington. And it's done. See, I've even got. You don't even have it. Where's your black hole? Oh, it's probably from over here doing the 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 singles. But yeah, I'm done with because I got the Geronimo. I didn't have to open it up. I remember his name. Geronimo. See, I didn't get. I didn't get drama. Geronimo. Geronimo is this because every singularity you get a free servant. And Geronimo was Geronimo was the one for this one, and I literally got him from that. I didn't get anybody else from rolling except okay, for so, Billy the Kid. Okay, now so now I I almost have to get my iPad because this is absolutely bizarre. I have literally c- cleared every r- building in that place. I've got a black hole. You have finished the the singularity and you got a character, but you don't have a black hole. <laughs> well, the black hole is probably open. Something that I defeated. Okay, you, so you have no there, news. There was there was a black hole right here. Right. And you already beat that. This Washington was the last one, so I don't know what I don't know what you're doing with that. Yeah, I, I'm assuming I that whatever was over there is closed after you beat it. I'm pretty sure I beat Washington. It's probably just a story thing. But yeah, like after after that banner, I was like, I'm done with. I it wasn't so much I was going for completionist because it was really a thing of if I had a, uh, I was only really pushing myself towards limited servants. And I didn't get because I haven't gotten like I didn't get the that the Avenger uh, Dante's I didn't get him. Um, I only got Amakashiro because I wanted. Uh, um, my gosh, why am I blank on name? Astafo. So I, I gave up on the the whole thing of trying to get them all. Um, the only ones I think I'll push myself for still is probably gonna be John the Ark and and of course the Summer Girls, but. Uh, I don't know. Even then, even then, I kind of I don't have that much fun with it anymore. I, I have more fun with Optimus Code than that game. And well, I'm more, so. I'm more frustrated because the I I I want I want Frankenstein and um and I'm way I'm I'm biting my time for um uh, Ilya and uh, Kuro. Those are the ones I would like Melb, but it's not. She's not one of those that I have to have. But but I get those a lot. Is oh that character? I'd like to have that character. Well, let's see what Mev is. Is like she's gonna. She's not limited. So is she? All right. That's and nice not, to know. Another ones happening right now are limited. I, I don't even think. Yeah, Ku Alter's not even limited because he's in the story banner right now. Yeah, somebody. I watched somebody actually roll for Mev and on the story banner. So before her raid up came up, which is sad. <laughs> Some people that will wait. So there's so many people that will make me not feel bad for a single dime that I put in that game because they just wasted like crazy. Um, I guess it's not a waste. It's, it's whatever they want to do with their money. Like that whole stupid Wall Street Journal thing that popped up. That was interesting. It's like the dude makes 
like a fortune on stocks. Who cares if he spends seventy thousand dollars on Faco? I I know people that dr- drink that in liquor. Who cares? <laughs> At least he can carry it with him everywhere he goes. The liquor you just you get rid of it and it's gone. Uh, I'm gonna get into that conversation again. But yeah, anyways, let's uh, let's get in the news that seems important to us that we want to dive into. Hopefully, get some discussion going. Uh, a lot has happened since our last discussional podcast, which was I think March second or so like that. Um, it sucks because we're doing this now because Anime Japan's happening right now, and I'm sure tons of stuff is going to get released that I'm going to be kicking myself tonight when I'm editing the podcast that has been announced. But that's fine. A lot of stuff has already been teased, so we get an idea of what's going to be announced. So we can talk about them before they even get fully announced. So it's fine. You ready? Yes. All right. The most I'm important. A, I'm excited. News. I'm excited the, about at the, least one of these. Yes. The most important bit is that a regular Magic High School light novel is heading to its climax. That I don't even care about. Okay. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> uh, new anime project by Kunihiko Ikuara has been teased. Is that the one well, you're talking y- about? You don't have to. I mean, you obviously thought it was important, so we can talk about Mr. G- uh, Godboy, but. No, I just, I, I, I just, the, I was more excited about the one after that. It confused. I thought you knew something about the light novel, so I figured it going to the climax made sense to you. Maybe the anime was way far heavy because I assumed that the whole scene that you told me about with that show was the climax. Where you how can you get more right? climax with God mode? Uh, you would think. <laughs> I don't really care about it. I just put on there for <laughs> jokes. I don't care. <laughs> No, I think the, probably the biggest news that's been happening for like the last month or so of if, if anybody that likes anime that make you go, I have no clue what this means, but I'm going to say that it means something really significant <laughs> to myself, is that <laughs> the the creator of Utena and Penguin Drum and that show that they don't they don't acknowledge anymore because they didn't do as well, uh, that Yurikuma Arashi, uh, Ikuhara what? is teasing Yurikuma a new show. Arashi was a good show. What the heck, people? I think all the symbolism people don't don't think that it did enough symbolisms. <laughs> For them yes. to apply to random things. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah, it, it like usual, looks like it has a lot of uh, symbolisms to, to, to Mel and Mel's, and, and, and I'm assuming it'll probably be a yaoi version of the many uh, like Yuri Kumarashis and stuff like that that they can do something with. So be excited for, for more crazy stuff. And it's being done by Studio Mappa. So a great little studio to do that with. Um, I'm sure that they'll... They'll do a fantastic job with his work. Did they say a name for it? No. I don't think no, a name. Just, I think they'll probably say... Just, just a bunch of symbols. Yes. Good. And squirrels. And squirrels? And squirrels. You've there seen was, squirrels. There was a squirrel symbol ah. somewhere in there. So maybe it'll be Yaoi Squirrel Arasha? There you go. <laughs> we had the bears, the bear girls, and now we're going to have squirrel boys. Squirrel boys. Gotcha. Squirrel boys. Uh, I think there's like a little symbol that says change or something like that. Yeah, you see, there's a, it's a squirrel that's after nut within a heart. I got you. And then there's there's charge. He's going to be, he, so you want to go after the nut in your heart. I got you. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking just that, Chris. Exactly. Um, I think and there's going to be some kind of collaboration with that Mahas Shoujo Ore show because that one has the squirrel guys. Ah, and I gotcha. There's a ton of them. No, and they're I, all I, naked. I totally don't gotcha. <laughs> there's, a, there's a sweet connection there. But yes, uh, Lapin Track is going to be producing it and they produced the uh, or produced the uh, Yurikuma Rashi series. So 
cool stuff. A lot of cool people behind it. Um, Mori Kahara. I'm excited. I cannot, I, 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 I cannot I, wait to rack my brain to figure out what the hell he's talking about. I liked Yuri Kumarashi. I liked... Um, I you liked just like Yuri Utena. Bears, though. Yeah. Did you like so Yuri think, Kumarashi so or did you like Yuri Bears? True. <laughs> no. No, I really like no, it. No, so. in, all, in all honesty, it is, is, the el- is the element of the fact that it's going to be probably... I don't know. Could be. I don't know anything of what it says. I don't even claim to know it. I thought it looked really good, and I thought the characters were great. I I think it's an interesting question, though. Most all of his stuff is very uh, Yuri centric. It's he's he has like a fascination with symbolism surrounding uh, lesbian couples. Do you think he will have a as good of an audience if he does something that is Yaoi uh, centric? I don't see why not. You don't see what like I, I understand that like the symbolisms draw a lot of people, but I do also I do honestly believe there's a huge audience that is drawn well, based on he, the fact of Yuri. I not I so much that, lesbian Yuri. I think that the people who fo- there there's 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 probably three or four groups that really follow him. There's the there's the shojo uh, the the female audience that just like his style because it it kind of speaks to them as girls. There's probably a lot that um, follow him for his um, his symbolisms and what he tries to portray through his his artwork. There's the others who are probably more rabid of his artwork. That's probably where I probably fit in. And then there's the other group. Well, okay, I don't know if there is a fourth group, but (laughs) I ran out of things. (laughs) I, I think that I do think that that shoujo esque group will probably have a crossover into the Fujoshi uh, group. So I think that they could probably, he could probably speak to that group. Plus you have the artwork side that'll probably be rabid for anything that he does. So, yeah. They call women that are into male-on-male stories Fujoshis. Is there a term for guys that are into Yuri? Just guys? (laughs) They don't have a special term because it's like, yeah, it's a guy. It's like they have to have a term for girls that are into Fudanshi. No, that's a guy that's into guy on guy. I, I'm, uh, stories. Then, then, then I'm talking about guys that are into Yuri. Th- I, like well, I said, it's, that, it's the his only, guys. That's the only one that would fit because Fujoshi is a uh, uh, discussing girl or something like that, and and, and Joshi is the girl. So Fudanshi right. is, is the only opposite. I guess yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily. Fujoshi doesn't necessarily mean girl into Yaoi, yeah. So I guess that that makes sense. Just rotten girl, you rotten girls. We still love you, even though I hate your character types and shows. <laughs> uh, moving forward, we have Sinfo Gear's fifth anime season adaptation has been announced for April of 2019. So have fun waiting a year for more Sinfo Gear, but congratulations that you get more Sinfo Gear. Uh, one of these days, we will sit down and watch. I think it's all on Amazon. So we need. I, need, I so want to get it, catch caught up on that show. So cool stuff. Right. Polygon Pictures and uh, Sutomo uh, Nihei has announced a partnership in establishing a joint venture named TOA Heavy Industries LLP. For anybody that is into uh, Sutomo's uh, or Nihei's work, like. Uh, Aposims and Nice Sidonia will know that the TOA Heavy Industries is actually a company within his stories, often in his stories. 
Um, so they're technically Polygon Pictures, which is a studio that does a lot of adaptations for his work. They're working together to technically make the company that was in within his things, which is a company that will go beyond screen projects and go into other fields. It includes games, goods, and industrial product designs. So I'm assuming industrial things that have designs like things in his work, which is usually pretty technological and futuristic looking. So it's interesting. Very interesting. Maybe he's going to make a, a big O ship. It's going to be a competitor to Maybe he'll Tesla. make the Sidonia. He's going to make the Sidonia. He's going to be a, te- he's, he's going to make gonna colonies. Be a competitor to t- Tesla. He's going to, he's going to make colonies. Cause I'm sure Polygon Pictures has enough money to build <laughs> a colony to go into space. Uh, I, I think uh, Tesla was the, the uh, Tesla Motors was the only company that could actually get the money to, or the, him himself being able to afford that so i don't think that polygon pictures is rolling in that much money but that's a good thought <laughs> i'm more leaning towards the idea of just random things like i don't know toilet plungers that look like characters from Maybe the show make a i don't know ball. no that's that's technically gundam. they already have that huh? that's gundam i mean there's like there's like the cool little uh creature girl that's with the main character in apple zims they can maybe make they'll make cat girls thingy they could. They're they're getting closer About and closer. Time. They're getting closer and closer to that. But none of his work has cat girls in it. <laughs> he just has android <laughs> chicks. They can make androids. I don't know if you have enough money to make that either. It's just designs. Don't look for any of this stuff, people. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't even think they're going to make games. They're just designing, probably. We'll see. It's cool, though. I like I like their partnerships. They've made a lot of stuff together, and I'm waiting for Applesim's adaptation soon. Maybe. Or maybe the final season of Knights of Zidonia, maybe? Question mark? So everybody can enjoy that stupid cliffhanger they leave you on? Maybe they'll figure out how to make us into Ajin. That's not even his work. Well, so? It's Polygon. Polygon, but he didn't write. <laughs> you ruining, you're ruining the joke. You're ruining everything. No, I'm making my own jokes. You're, ruin, you're falling you're ruining, right into them. You're so. ruining everything. <laughs> Uh, for those that are into Psychopaths, they have a three-part anime film project that is in the works, or has been announced, which will premiere in January 2019. A lot of stuff we're going to be talking about today is going to be 2019 for some reason. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be Psychopaths SS, uh, or Sinners of the System. So if you like Psychopaths, there's more coming. And I don't know much most... I didn't want to look into anything else besides that because I haven't even watched the series, so I don't want to get spoiled on anything. Excited? Yeah. I know you I know you're way into psychopaths, so I'm I I've would, gotten a few episodes in and I I'm pretty much on distracted. the same <laughs> same boat. Uh something you can be excited for is Cabinary the Iron Fortress is coming back. It's getting a new it's about sequel film. Time. Uh it's a film? Come it's on. Film. That means we'll get it in like four years. Yes, for exactly four years. Uh he's he he already has the date. Uh it takes place six months after the TV series. Um it is listed as a middle volume. Probably alluding to a second season, hopefully. Maybe, please. That'd be cool. Uh, they also announced at the same time. Well, we a won't game. be able to watch it because we'll be waiting for this stupid thing. Waiting for what stupid thing? The movie. Since it's a middle chapter, we'll have to wait for the movie. Then we can watch it in five years. I, I think we'll get to probably the second season before we get the, the movie. That's what I'm saying. I got you. I got but you. we I, won't I'm be following. able to watch it because we're waiting for this stupid thing. D- I, I guess well country rules i don't know i don't know it could be we'll see we'll see i don't know i don't know if uh if uh amazon has some kind of 
grab on it or not. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. I know they did the physical release, but they had the, the I don't know. We'll we'll see. But they also announced at the same time a game by DMM Games, which is going to be a PC browser smartphone game called Revolt of Beginning Tracks or Revolt Beginning Tracks, something like that. So looks like a couple new characters. We got two more trains going on. Two more cabinaries or two more or fortress. Yeah, two more. Uh, uh, Some more characters growed up. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. New characters on there that I'm excited for too. And of course we have. I don't know. I don't know. Muscle girl. I don't know. Muscle girl. It, it, we, we they didn't show muscle. her in there. I don't know where you're getting that. No, from. we got to click it's, on it's a muscle. thumbnail. It's got to click on. <laughs> it's just the clip. It's a clip. Of, I'm not going to show you a clip. Ah. Uh, but yeah, look forward to that. That's exciting. Um, we we finally got the Blu-ray, so that that finally happened. So we'll, we'll wait for another three years before we get more stuff. But I'm happy that this, more stuff is happening. I, it's Wit Studio again, so that's that's cool as it well. Is, it is nice to know that the that the show isn't going to fall into oblivion. It was a show that we did really like. So yeah, I like them not having some kind of connection. That they have to appease the Attack on Titan crew or something like that. Having this this other property they can do whatever they want with is really cool. So. Uh, next bit we have is new projects have been announced for that time I got reincarnated as a slime light novel. They have a game adaptation that was announced as a probable role-playing game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And an anime that was announced that is going to release this fall. Uh, sounds fun. So if you're if you're excited for I got reincarnated as a slime, then there you go. They also announced that the light novel has reached 4.5 million copies in print. So cool stuff. I'm like really curious about this show. <laughs> and we've we've talked about it a few times of, of, of its of its successes and uh Yen Press's release of it, so cool stuff. The the synopsis is a lonely thirteen or yeah, thirty seven year old Satoru uh Mikami is struck stuck struck is stuck in a dead end job. I, I read dead over there and I was like immediately thinking it's saying struck. <laughs> Stuck in a dead end job, unhappy with his mundane life but after dying at the hands of a robber, he awakens to a fresh start in a fantasy realm as a slime monster. As he uh, acclimates to his goopy new existence, his exploits with the other monsters set off a chain of events that will change his new world forever. Yeah, it definitely sounds fun. The chick on there looks like the, the girl from uh, Iria. Interesting. Maybe the same artist or something. I don't know. Anywho, moving forward, we have big news from the High, Night, High Dive uh, Internet's anime streaming service, which is technically Cough Cough Sentai Filmworks. Uh, <laughs> but they're not technically Sentai Filmworks. Cough Cough Cough. Uh, High Dive has announced a new pricing plan amidst their uh, basically emerging from their beta. And... Uh, Basically, anybody that was currently subscribed to High Dive was subscribing into their beta service as they were trying to get things off the ground, testing things. So they had a kind of a cheaper price bringing people into it of three ninety nine plus like a dollar for every television and another dollar for every higher resolution you wanted. It was like stupidly – the pricing was stupidly laid out because it was like you were piecemealing in – things that every other service is like here you go it's all in one package there you go but anywho as they move out of beta they're moving to a single plan system which is 499 a month uh, for four two uh, for two concurrent streams on 1080 resolution so 
boom, $5, you get two streams and then 1080. And they'll probably, I'm assuming, still do the thing where you can add more if you add another dollar. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, those subbed uh, before the price change at $399 can remain on that plan for two years. Uh, starting on March 26th, anyone that has that $399 introductory, uh, introductory sub price will gain simultaneous streams and the 1080 resolution. So if you're on the 399 plan, you can stay there and get all the benefits of the $5 plan. So that's what's cool. And now finally, if we're watching something and something funny happens and I bring up my phone to try to screenshot it so I can post it on Twitter without having to mess up the stream that we're watching and it yells at me, I won't have that anymore. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they also announced that Food Wars second plate dub is going to be on there as well here soon. So cool stuff. Yay. Sounds like fun. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Even though my app still shows that they're in beta. I think they're still a little limited, though. That's kind of frustrating. Just a what? Still a little limited. Limited? Limited. I, I think I think they're I think they're they're stretching out because they're there's another bit of news in here. Let me see if I can find it. It was uh they're basically trying to compete with Funimation and that they're going to be doing simul dubs. Which you can't call it simul dubs because that's Funimation. <laughs> they're calling it dubcasts. So don't get it wrong. And hopefully one of the two of them doesn't get it wrong because they'll probably sue each other. But yeah, they're going to be doing dub casts on High Dive, which they're going to be releasing dubs uh, two weeks after a simulcast is premiere. Um, they're going to begin, begin this service with Spring, and they're going to focus on English dubs. And the dub will be available to subscribers without additional costs. And um, I think so far all I've seen is that they're going to be doing Alice or Alice. So if you're looking for that show next season, that's going to be high dive so i don't know if they're going to be dubbing alice or alice i just know that they have alice or alice next season so i'm just gonna throw it out there for those of you guys that want um want to support the dub industry and you're all on funimation right now it would behoove you i'm not saying that you have to if you want to support a dub industry you kind of want to go over here and hit them up too just just saying the more the more dub people there are the better just just saying i think that's the same for like netflix is even though we hate the delay hit up those shows they hit because they technically all have dubs um be the beginning Ico, the incarnation uh devil man um i'm assuming violet evergarden when that comes out they all have dubs right when they hit so Unless you're outside of the United States and you enjoyed Violet Evergarden this entire season. <laughs> and this is a, an, another thought for those of you who don't like the dubs, but um, because you think that they're not that great or um, whatever have you, supporting the dub industry encourages them to cultivate better um, uh, better voice acting and stuff like that. Does that make sense? I, I think they can get into the the, the the dream of things. I think it does well. I think I think there is – it feels like – and I hate – I don't want to really get into a sub versus dub thing, but I do kind of have a fear of something like Funimation when they were doing so – they're doing so many simul dubs. It's like after a while, you got to think those people are just as overworked as animators going in those studios and just reading lines and then walking out and then walking into another room and then going, here, here's Billy and he's from this show and you're, you're going to have to read these lines really quickly. Go, go, go. I, I don't know how they can do that. I, I give them – give them all the credit if they can do that many dubs in such a small period of time. Um, I know they get the stuff early, but 
it's still it's it's got to be straining on them. I just hope they're not overworking their people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we dodged that bullet. You, you brought it up, but we dodged. <laughs> I was, try- I was trying to help. I, I, I don't know if I was sounding bad or not. I I was trying to be helpful. You're good. You're good. Uh, next bit of news we have is Strike the Blood is getting a third OVA season. It's going to cover up to volume 17 of the light novel and the end of the Holy War arc, for those that know wow. what that is. so It's been forever. I, I was thinking when I seen this, I'm like... I dropped it, like, what, episode 14 or something like that in the second core, and I never did get back to watching it, but I always wanted to. And then I'm like, but I don't really want to now because that show never really did get another season. But then I'm thinking to myself, wait, it's technically getting the entire adaptation, but they're doing it in OVAs, so maybe I just need to watch all these OVAs. I don't, I think that Sentai's been releasing them. I'm not positive, but yeah, I would I would love to, I would love to kind of get re- go back to that. Was it Strike the Blood? I think Sentai Filmworks has it. Oh, have you watched any of I remember. I remember. Ah. Ah, what? <laughs> yeah. There was something at the end of that second season that I didn't much care for. Of the second core or yeah. of the OVA? Because they, they did, they have it listed as Strike the Blood 2, which was an OVA for eight episodes. And this is going to be the third one. Oh, this is going to be the second one. This is this OVA 3. It's not the third OVA. Why do they call it the third OVA when there's no three OVAs? The original wasn't an OVA. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe something somebody's wrong, either me or them, but technically they list Strike the Blood 3 as the second OVA, so I'm not sure why they have that listed like that. But anyways, 8 episodes OVA and then this one, which is we don't know how long it's going to be, but maybe I'll Maybe whenever they release this third OVA, I'll, if they actually do a physical release over here, I might be, I might check it out. I like the show though; it was an interesting show. But they don't—they don't even have it listed as being uh, licensed by anybody, so I don't know if they even had a release over here. I know that somebody did the original series, which I think it was Sentai Filmworks. Maybe it might have been Funimation. Discotech. Discotech did it. Wow, interesting. Well, just go take get the rest of them, and I might watch them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it up to the point that I started kind of it started losing me. It's just it kind of was going everywhere, and I kind of ugh, gave up on it. So we'll see. Yeah, but you think it's something they can remedy with the OVAs? I mean, was Possibly. it a drop off, well, or was no, it no, they no, did no, something uh, that angered it you? It was. It was a. It was a. Cute girl died. No, it was a time <laughs> a time thing. Oh yeah, Chris doesn't like his time things. Uh, Seshun Buta Yaro light novel is getting an anime adaptation. A lot of these news bits are going to be about adaptations that are kind of exciting to me, so just just bear with us if you're like, oh, I hate hearing about adaptations of things that aren't happening anytime soon. But yes, this one is a series by Hajime Kamoshida. Uh, Seshun Buta Yaro wa Bunny Girl Senpai no Yome Yume wo Minai, or the young pig rascal isn't dreaming of a bunny girl upperclassman. <laughs> uh, this, the, 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 the subline they have on Anime News Network says, high school series revolves around mysterious puberty syndrome. Interesting. It says, in, in the series, there's a rumor about a mysterious phenomenon called puberty syndrome. For example, Sukata, uh, or Sakuta, 
Uh, Azu Sagawa is a high school student who suddenly sees a bunny girl appear in front of him. The girl is actually a girl named Mai Sakurajima, who is Sakuta's upperclassman, who is also a famous actress who has gone on hiatus from the entertainment industry. Uh, For some reason, the people around Mai cannot see her bunny girl figure. Uh, Sakuta, I keep on saying Sakuta, Sakuta sets out to solve this mystery and has, uh, as, has, and as, I guess it's as, as he spends time with Mai, he learns her secret feelings. Other heroines uh, who have puberty syndrome start to appear in front of Sakuta. Interesting. I don't know if that's going to be like a... I wonder if that's actually Chunibyo's. And they're just redoing it wrong. (laughs) Redoing it wrong? They're they're rewording it wrong. Oh, I get you. They're like lost in translation. I tr- somebody trying to make oh the puberty a, syndrome being yeah shoot, oh yeah I can see that um I can see that being because I think I've seen that uh I think I've seen that being translated before as puberty syndrome so yeah that that makes sense to me uh yeah that, I mean that could be depending on what they do with that that could be really cool I mean it could easily be something similar to I don't know. Uh, the thing that pops in my mind is Kokoro Connect. Kokoro Connect kind of did this thing at some point where they started getting to each other's heads or they had to swap and they had to go to each other's homes so you kind of see the other sides of somebody. Maybe they can do something like that where, yeah, he has this girl in front of him and he's able to see this other side of her that the industry doesn't see. Or it can be something else. I'm not sure what kind of genres they have involved with it. If it's a serious slice of life or if it's something that's going for something silly or wish fulfillment it, always, it can always go that way but yeah it seems it like a, it seems like a slice of life that's just just being more honest with um kids and how they see the world it sounds interesting to me art looks artwork looks beautiful and it looks more mm-hmm. serious so i can i can definitely see something really cool coming out of that if they if they pull it off cool though it was it's something that was I, the, the light novel none of that stuff was on my radar before so it, it's cool hearing about that and when i kind of started looking into it, it sounded interesting so cool stuff my anime list that website that people go to in order to show how much they know about animes by writing reviews or showing how many they've watched like andrew does where he goes oh look at my anime list where i have lots and lots of titles in it i need to catch up on my I have to update my anime list, not my 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 anime list, but my my anime planet thing. You're still not gonna let that go. Let that site go. Just let it go. Nobody uses it. I already spent too much time <laughs> on that site. You they don't have an export. No, I wonder if they I have an export. So. I don't think so. I, I think, think they have an import function, but I don't. I don't think they have an export. I think anime li- or my anime list has an export. But uh, do they? Well, it wouldn't do me any good because I'm not on my anime list. I think they do it just so you can, like, throw it in sheets and, and mess with the numbers. I don't know. Most sites do. I hope they would. Uh, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> my anime list is launching a new manga store with titles from Kodansha and Viz. So that's interesting. I know it's been cool lately because they've been supporting the streaming industry by saying, like, you go to a page for a show and there's links right there. Granted, there for certain regions and a lot of that stuff could be region locked for a lot of people but it's it's cool first steps kind of stuff um i while i love anime list my anime list because it's a way for me to keep track of what i've watched so that i can easily pull up 
like if we do an episode on school anime, I can bring up school anime and, and see which ones I've watched and it makes it quicker for pulling up lists. Um, I do hate the fact that they still have kind of things within their setup that is of the old days, my anime list, where it was like, here's the best fan dubbers and st- or fan subbers. Go click on these links and stuff. And they still have those kind of in there. So I'm assuming it's like if they pull them out, it'll, it'll break the entire system so they don't do that. But come on, get rid of those stupid links down there. I mean, you're going legit. Go all the way. But uh, at least apparently they're, they're going to be doing this for, for manga as well and selling manga. So... Cool stuff. I, I think it's it fits well in with it. I mean, I understand that it kind of doesn't fit well selling anime out of or actual visual anime, video anime on their site because you usually want like Blu-rays or something like that. But to have that kind of click on here and you can buy that manga as you're looking at it, on my anime list is pretty cool. So it's at myanimalist.net slash store. So if you're looking for a way of getting these titles from Kadansha and Viz, you can visit their site. So. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime I see the the industry supported better, I'm I'm all for it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Anime Planet did it first, but yeah. Anime Planet was selling manga. No, they were supporting the industry before. Uh, 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 uh. That's why I liked them. Or were they like not showing fan sub links or what? What were they not? No, doing? they were they were linking to um, the legit sites. Oh, I thought my Amos was doing that before. Yeah, that, they just that, was listing the legit ones too. <laughs> we, well, when when I was I was almost considering switching over to uh, uh, my anime list, and and you we got to talking about it, and you said, "Oh, Anime Planet's doing that," and you almost switched over. But the reason you didn't switch over was because you because of the app. Yeah. That was the reason why I was considering going over to my anime list. So, so, and then we just decided to stay in our own places. The app makes it. That's that's the thing. That's it's like that's pop the up, boop, done. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Is I really want that app, Anime Planet. You guys got to get an app. <laughs> get an app. It's all about the apps. Um, another thing that you can tell my old self, and I would be like, shut up. I hate apps. Anywho, uh, moving on from there, we have Kimono Friends' official Twitter account has announced a cold, uh, cool down, a countdown site was launched. And this countdown site basically is them counting down to some sort of announcement. Um, I think it was set for March 26th at 10.30, which would be like 10.30 tonight, which I guess is about three hours or so. So by the time you're hitting this, they've probably already announced what they're going to announce. No, that'd be, that'd be after we release this episode, it'll be that night. So the night of this being released, they'll announce something. But uh, unless it's saying that they're going to go back to the original studio and they're sorry, I I wonder if there's anything they can say that will make people happy. <laughs> it's got a stigma to it, and they definitely have to break that stigma. So I, I'm curious how they're going to Yeah, pull about that off. the only things that I can see them saying right now that would be halfway is... Number one, going back to the original studio would be huge for most most audience. The only other thing that me halfway liked is if they were to reannounce the game. I see it probably being them announcing the game again because I don't. I mean, they've already announced the the anime is coming out, so unless they have a trailer or something or maybe a date that it's actually going to be the show is going to come out, um, I don't think they've announced that yet. So. 
Which, and, and the sad thing is, is, I don't even think that, that announcing the game would be really that uh, re- well-received, because you've really got to recapture your audience. You've, well, announcing the game during the show would have been huge. You would have, it, oh, yeah. it would have, they would have blasted away. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, it does, def- it does, des- it does definitely beg the question of how many people that were rabid fans of, of Kimono Friends really know that they, that this stuff happened with the original creators? Like the Tetsuka and all of them, like how many people, or Tetsuki, how many people know about all that happening? And the fact that the new season is going to be this new studio, how many people really do know that, that actually happened? It's really only going to be the rabid fans. Everybody yeah. else, the the guy that's going home and wants to, like we were kind of mentioning when we were talking about the review, is like that guy that comes home and turns on Nico Nico or something like that and watches Kimono Friends. Does he really know that all that stuff happened? Yeah, but do you think that those people are the ones who are... are and I say rabid fans because those are the only ones. I mean, rabid fans are the only ones that I would assume would even be bothering to watch it. Oh, well, the rabid, the the fandom. It, I think the rabid fans and the the well, the, okay, think of it this way: the popularity I mean, are two different things. Because I mean, yeah, everybody loves a Disney movie, but how many people are like, "When's the next Disney movie?" or well, looks into everything about the creation of that Disney movie? That's just like what I what I was gonna say is just like the the Brony phenomenon. It's it's not it, it's not necessarily a a there's there's the rabid fandom and then there's the casual fandom and I don't think the casual fandom's really going to give a care so I would agree with you on that respect but at the same time those people are not really there for am I getting more kimono friends right well, I, well my my point really is in the idea that for every thousand of those viewers that got hit on every single episode of it, even when they were re-showing it, for every thousand of them, there was that one person that's probably going to care. The other 90, 999 probably don't even know that this stuff's happening, and they're going, cool, another season? All right, I'm going to well, watch and it. That, and that's what, I was, that's what I'm kind of implying, is that, that I, I, I would flip it the other way. I would say that the people who are actually caring about it is the 999 people and then that one person who doesn't really care so you think I only think, one out of a thousand people i doesn't I, know yeah, that this well, happening? i'm exaggerating as much as you are okay <laughs> That's crazy. i i think that the people who actually care about this are actually rabid i don't think that there is a a a, a very big casual fandom on this this particular show i, I can see them taking probably a one percent hit of their original viewing and the rest of it's going to be the same old thing. I, but I do think, I think if there's going to be any kind of hit to the viewership in the second season, it's probably going to be just, there's something else going on. It doesn't, it doesn't capture the, the, the beat as much as it did before. And, and I think a lot of it's going to have to do with, and I think there's going to be a huge viewership in the first episodes, but what built up that show so much was the creativity of Tatsuki and what he did with that. So unless somebody else out there can pull something really cool off of the second season, it's not going to capture the attention of people again. And that's going to be all that's going to rely on. I think the, the fact of who's making it is not going to be in center mind. It's going to be what is created. And that's going to be what, it, what if it, cre- it captures people or not. So my opinion, though, we'll see, though. We'll see. Like, I, I, I think it's probably just going to be a game announcement, though. If anything. Because the anime's already announced. Or unless they release an actual date. 
Um, news from Studio 3HZ, or 3 Hertz, whatever you want to call it. They are working on a new original anime project called Black Fox. They're going to release more information during Anime Japan 2018 that's currently happening right now. But uh, always excited to hear new projects, or one of the original projects coming from studios. I think it's like a huge new surgeon of, of these new projects that are kind of being announced lately. It seems like every single season we have one or two original shows, and that's always exciting because I think that's when we really get the creativity of the directors and the writers really coming out. Yeah. 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 Cool stuff, though. Uh, it says Robotic Notes is Kazuya Nomura is going to be directing the series. So, cool who's stuff. The, who's the director? That's what I just said. Kazuya Nomura, who did Robotic yeah, Notes. Yeah, Robotic Notes is all he did. Joker game? I think that would be probably a little more important than Robotic Notes, but I know that people love Robotic Notes, but that Joker game was a little more cooler. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, the new movie. <laughs> That's about it, though. Cool stuff, cool stuff, cool stuff. So kind of an unnamed, but he'll he's he he'll get there. You you'll get there, son. You got it. Keep it up. This is a pretty out of nowhere announcement that was pretty exciting this month, and a lot of talk surrounding it. And I was waiting to the moment to be able to finally talk about it. Is that Boogie Pop is getting another adaptation, <laughs> and it's being done by Madhouse. So that's really really exciting. Uh, for those who don't know, Boogie Pop was like what was it? Uh, this is celebrating the 25th anniversary of the light novel. The series was back in 2000? Yeah. 2000. They did an anime adaptation of it. So, pretty cool to see it back and has a new polish to it. And hopefully more will be adapted. They say it's a adaptation of the novels and the other light novels series. So, uh, new new content that's going to be uh, being produced. They announced it at a stage event. Um, like I said, it's going to be their 25th anniversary. No, it's 25th anniversary of Dengeki, 20th anniversary of the light novel. Um, staffers in it that I've really kind of noticed so far is Aoyuki is going to be voicing in it. Um, Most important. I had to get that out there, and it's it's an important character that I'm excited about. But I, I don't want to say what it is of, because I don't know if that's spoiler. I, I just assume things, and I don't know if that might be spoilers, assuming that everybody knows it. Uh, let's see here. The director behind One Punch Man, Space Dandy, is going to be directing it at Madhouse. Uh, let's see here. Writing is going to be done by Tomohiro Suzuku, who did One Punch, One Punch, One Punch Man, Tiger and Bunny, and Aka. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, cool stuff, though. Madhouse. It's always good studio to, to back up things, even though they don't finish things often. <laughs> Maybe they'll finish this one this time, maybe. I don't know. It does sound like it's going to be like a retelling of them and then jumping into the new stuff, so that's cool as well. Um, I thought initially it was just going to be some more stuff, like additional stories, but yeah. I don't. That's another one I don't really remember too much about it, if I enjoyed it or not. I did enjoy it when I was a kid because it was kind of dark and gritty, but I don't know how... I don't remember much about the stories, so it'll be cool to kind of revisit that. So Cool stuff. Did yes. you ever watch any of the Boogie Pops? I don't remember. Uh, see here. Seven Seas has already announced that they're doing a reprint of the light novels with additional volumes four and five, which I think are those other volumes, maybe. And um, Boogie Pop light novel series is also going to get two new manga series. So lots of fantastic stuff coming for Boogie Pop Phantom fans out there. So I'm excited for it. And some sad news. Ready for some sad news? Let's bring it down a little bit. I'm I excited about I Boogie Pop. Phantom. I don't want no sad news. 
I don't know if that was a synopsis for Boogie Pop. Let's see if I remember this. Uh, I know it was an urban legend. Yeah, there's an urban legend that children tell one another about a Shinigami that can release people from the pain that they may be suffering. The angel of death has a name, Boogie Pop, and the legend are true. Boogie Pop is real. When a rash of disappearances involving female students break out in Shinyo Academy, the police and uh, faculty assume that they, uh, they ju- that they just have a bunch of runaways on their hands, uh, but Nagi uh, Kirima, uh, known be- knows better, uh, something mysterious and foul is afoot. It, is it Boogie Pop or something more sinister? So, cool stuff. Cool, cool stuff. Yeah, the sad news is that uh, Dagashikashi is coming to an end, so the manga is coming to an end. Uh, it's going to end in three chapters, so this is a continuation of the curse of the anime adaptation killing the mangas. No, I don't really know that. <laughs> it's just Y'all didn't buy enough of the manga. There, there you it's go. Just what it is. It's, it's all your faults. It's all your faults. Uh, some interesting news. Curious news. Um, I seen I seen uh, Kizuna Ai, the the virtual YouTuber Kizuna Ai, popping up on the the internet a lot lately. Well, she's just that awesome. Uh, she's getting figures by Good Small Company. It's she's getting a, she's getting an Android. Um, she should have already had some. tons of stuff, but they just did not. Obviously, they didn't realize how awesome. Well, she didn't. She didn't want to. She didn't want to step out there too quickly because she might blow the minds of people. Yeah, yeah. But did you know that she's actually been drafted to be a part of the Magical Girl Sight anime series? Oh gosh, she's gonna be in the show in some way, shape, or form. Hopefully, not just like popping up in a video some random point and just that's it. Hopefully, she's actually a part of the show. That'd be really cool. Um, of course, I don't know if the fans of the manga think that's really, really stupid. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody might be upset about that idea. Um, but yeah, she's been casted as being um, a member of the show. I it's, Let's see here. She will voice Administrator B. <laughs> yeah, Administrator B. She's going to be a voice in the show. Right so on. she won't be kissing the eye. They're not, they're not, she's not overstepping it that far. She doesn't want to upset she's the fandom. She's going to be all over t- talking about this in, in, in iChan. I wonder if uh, Administrator B is like a really silly character. Because I can see her being pretty hyper. A hyper character, anyways. That'll be fun. I'll be, I'll be interested to see what that turns out to be. That's, 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 that sounds fun. Uh, hopefully she doesn't get brutally and, and gorily murdered. Hope not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Gohans. Now... Now don't turn us off. Don't, don't keep. Don't pause us. Don't don't delete the podcast episode. I know you're all still very upset about that handshaker show, but just settle down. Gohans is working with Frontier Works to reveal a new original anime se- series project called WZ or or Dubs or Wadus Wadus is it Wadus 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 Wadus? Don't they do Ws Wadu? Um, yeah, W hyphen Z is it's something like that. They shouldn't have named it that. <laughs> it's just gonna confuse. It's like K. You gotta say K anime or K anime series in order to search K. They just love doing that. But yeah, new original series. Uh, it's gonna be starring a fourteen-year-old DJ. Um, that uh, let me see. Uh, dubs. It's called Dubs. Dubs. Yeah. Wid. Wid. No Dubs. Dub it, it's like du- dubstep. Dub it, it, d, 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 d. It's ID. W, why do ID? 
Warawari. Warawari. <laughs> dubs. Uh, but See, yeah. He's got dubs. It's it's uh, this kid named uh, to- uh, y- Yuk- Yukiya, who's a 14-year-old student who has a hobby of DJing, and the series is going to be uh, aimed towards women. Like, every single one of their shows and series with pretty boys in it. Um, I, I, I usually enjoy their aesthetic, but uh, yeah, I do admit that Handshakers is probably more aimed towards the male audience because a lot of jiggly jello in that show. But technically, Kay had a lot of jiggly jello too, so I don't know. Uh, they already announced a lot of uh, workings with different artists, musical artists. They have like a list of like 30 different artists that they're currently working on, DJs, so... They might have some pretty cool music in there as well. Hopefully, they chill out on the panning cameras and we can enjoy this series. We'll turn down the co- contrast a bit. Yes, that too. And uh, don't go crazy with the CGI. That's all we're asking. But yeah, cool stuff. Uh, fans of Mob Psycho 100, you're getting a second season. It's going to be still being done by Studio Bones, so that could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on who you it's are. It's about time, I'm sure. Yes, yes, I'm sure somebody really wants that. I can I can use some more Reagan. He was he was pretty cool toward the later parts. It it it, it was it was going somewhere cool towards the later parts. I'll I'll admit that. So we'll see we'll see. Uh, Anime Ego is going to start their Kickstarter for uh, Gunsmith Cats like right now. I think. Let me see. Let me, let me see if I can click on a link here to get it up here. Uh, let me let me just go to the website. Uh, but yeah, I already, I already pretty much talked about uh, Gunsmith Cats and how much I was excited for this uh, this release. I'm, I'm, I can't talk and type at the same time. Apparently, uh, it has begun. Let's click on this link. Let's see. Let's see what they're shooting for. Get it, Gunsmith? Okay. Yep. Shook. I got gotcha. you. Uh, they're pretty much already funded. <laughs> they're going for seventy five thousand dollars, and they already got seventy one thousand dollars, and they just started today. So I can I can guess that that's probably going to happen. I will probably submit my pledge sometime today because I love Gunsmith Cats. I'll just have to decide which one I want to go for. Uh, but that's cool. They have a lot you of art. You probably want to do the 2600. There you go, right there. Mm-hmm. Original uh, black and white artwork uh, by Sonata. Is there one higher? Um, chipboard collector oh, you case get the with, with Dojinshi artwork. You get some goodies in there, too. Uh, they do a lot of really goofy little toys and stuff. Oh, no, no. Let's see. No, Let's you see. want the 4000 4, There you go. You get to go there, I'm, I'm sure. All perks, plus you receive an original B4-size illustration um, Miss Sonada will create for the poster, including with the blue trays. So, separately. No, thank you. <laughs> as much as I love it, no. <laughs> That's cool though. If you if you want to get uh, Gunsmith Cats, definitely jump on that. I think the only thing that I really don't really like about Amigo is the fact that pretty much whatever he he's he's making pretty much bare minimums. So if you want any of these shows, you have to back them and jump on these. Otherwise, like Bubblegum Crisis, I can't get it because I missed out on it. So and nobody will probably ever license that show ever again because he's already milked it. So. <laughs> That that kind of sucks. So, I would hope that he makes more later or something. I don't know. Yeah, cool stuff though. Uh, definitely check that out. And they also announced uh, Anime Central's convention 
announced that they're going to hold a world premiere screening of the new Gunsmith Cats reboot uh, anime short, which I did not know even existed. So, cool. We'll see. Yeah. Yes. Did you ever watch Gunsmith Cats? think so. It was, it was pretty short. I think it's like only two episodes. Uh, let's see here. Girls on Panzer is getting a, new, a new smartphone game. This one's going to have uh it's gonna be done by bandai Namco entertainment which has announced it i'm not sure if they're actually doing the game uh it's called everyone's tankery and this one is going to include the ability to change the clothes of your characters engage in tankery battles it's gonna be free to play but we'll have some items that you can buy with real money of course like usual probably not so. available to us uh yeah i don't know i don't, I don't know bandai's been okay about bringing over their games over here so we'll see I know that we never got the, the other games, the Vita games, so that really sucked. I was kind of curious what kind of gameplay they'll have. As a side note, though, that Valkyrie profile game render that was all excited about, mobile game. Oh, so, yeah? So there. I thought it was on the PS4. Valkyrie profile. Oh. <laughs> but yes, on a happier note, Valkyrie Chronicles 4, the one that other Andrew that is excited about... The PS4 Switch game is coming this fall to the West. So I've been playing. The, I played the, the the demo for a little bit. It was it was definitely like the old school Valkyrie Cro- uh, Valkyria Chronicles. So that was really cool. Um, I didn't play it for very long because it had that whole things being backwards thing, like X and zero O. So I I quickly got frustrated. So yeah, that was kind of sad about Valkyrie Profile though. Anywho. Back to happy news. <laughs> Jump away from that. Uh, more stuff coming from MAPPA. We have uh, Dororo Manga is getting an anime adaptation by MAPPA uh, and Tezuka Productions for Twin Engine. Uh, the production studio, produ- uh, production team of uh, the producer is going to be Twin a- Engine. Sorry. Uh, the manga is by Osama Tezuka and it was adapted once before in 26 episodes in black and white way back in 19. 19- 69 so it'd be a cool little return to an older series it looks pretty pretty awesome he just yeah he just basically removed his hand with his teeth <laughs> to reveal a blade uh interesting seems legit interesting. very very uh very stylized and kind of scribbly i wonder if they're going to keep that style the entire time i think that would be pretty difficult to pull off but that'd be cool uh, more news from the Twin Engines work here. I, I'm assuming this is all like announcements made by Twin Engines, so it's it's pretty cool how much they're how many little projects they got going on right now of all these kind of original series and more less Moe sales inclined kind of stuff. Which is what the heck? Uh, Geno Studio working with Twin Engine will be making uh Ranjo Miyake trying to kill the 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 fish. Probably will. Ranjo Miyake's pet manga is getting an animated adaptation with them, and it's going to have Durarara's director, Takahiro Umori. So, pretty cool. I have no clue what this one is, so. Uh, they saved the fish. That's all I care about. It seems like there's something to do with the fish. All that work has this fish, and they're really excited about the fish, so. I don't know if this fish is a symbolism to something, or if the fish is, like, this actual pet they take care of. Or if they're Maybe they gonna are the pet. fight each other over the well, they each have a no. This dude has two fish, and nobody else has a fish. Maybe they're in a fishbowl. 
Maybe they're gonna and kill, we are watching them. kill each other over the fish. Maybe no, we're watching them, and they are in the fishbowl. I but think then, that, I think I, that, but then if we're watching them in the fishbowl, and they're watching the fish in the fishbowl, then is somebody watching us watching them watching their fish? Another thing coming out of uh, Twin Engines is with Wit Studio, they were producing uh, Vinland Saga, so that is exciting because I've been. Basically, every single time Kodansha has a sale on right stuff, I debate buying Vinland Saga. So <laughs> I can finally see uh, if it's going to be worth a buy by watching the anime adaptation scene, as that's apparently coming now. So that's that's cool. I've heard I've heard a lot of great things about Vinland Saga, so um, I'll be I'll be definitely looking forward to this, especially since it's Wit Studio as well. So cool, cool stuff. Heard anything on uh, Vinland Saga at all? Never heard of it. Is that just me? Uh, let's see here. Again, more news for Twin Engines. <laughs> I actually want to make an entire podcast on Twin Engine because they're, they're doing some crazy stuff lately. So, uh, With Studio Volin, or V-O-L-N, the original studio that did Ushio and Tora back in the day in Idle Incidents, uh, is going to work on Karakuri Circus. So... Another out-of-nowhere title that I didn't see coming. Uh, this is going to be streaming exclusively on Amazon services, so if you think that Amazon Prime video is dead, it's apparently not because they have this project coming, so there you go. The story centers around Masu- Masaru uh, Saiga, a fifth-grade boy who aims to become a puppeteer after Sadayoshi Saiga, the CEO of the giant home telephone maker Saiga and Masaru's father pass away. Uh, Masaru inherits 18 billion yen. Uh, Masaru is targeted for his wealth and is saved by two people. Narumi uh, Kaito is a man who has studied Kung Fu and has a weird illness called Zonafa Syndrome. And Shirogane is a silver-haired woman uh, who controls the puppet Aruru Khan or Harlequin. Uh, together, Masaru, Narumi, and Shirogane get thrown into various conspiracies by who by those who would try to steal Masaru's function. So, yeah, that seemed kind of with a, looking at the video, it seemed kind of odd and all over the place. And I'm listening to you talking about <laughs> puppeteers and stuff like that, and I'm like. There's puppeteering in here, but I don't think this is what you're describing in the... Well, yeah, then towards the end, it started making a little bit more sense. It all comes clear. Cool stuff, though. Cool stuff, cool stuff, cool stuff. Um, I didn't really get into Vinland Saga. But that one's kind of more... I don't know, pirates and stuff, I think. Let's see here. It says... uh, This is Vinland Saga... Uh, Thorfinn's is the son of the Vikings, greatest warriors, but when his father is killed in battle by a mercenary leader, uh, Askeled, uh, he swears to have his revenge. Thorfinn joins uh, Askeled's band in order to challenge him to a duel and ends up caught in the middle of the war for a crown of England uh, from the creator of the classic Planetus manga. Comes the epic, highly anticipated tale. Cool. Cool, cool. Something we can all be excited for. At least anybody that has true taste like we do. I'm kidding. (laughs) 
is the official ReZero website announced the subtitle for the OVA for ReZero coming up here. Uh, it's going to be called Memory Snow. It's got a fall 2018 theatrical release, so we won't see it for another three years. <laughs> and more will be uh, announced at Anime Japan 2018 uh, on the day that this is posted. So probably get more info. Maybe a trailer or something like that tomorrow. That'd be cool. Tomorrow for us, today for the podcast release. So still being done by White Fox, so that's cool. Um, can't wait for it. More ReZero. I miss it. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Foodie Cootie. We got some stuff for Foodie Cootie. Chris is super excited. Super, super excited. Calm down. I guess. Calm down, Chris. Calm down. I don't know. I, it looked odd, but it definitely had the Foodie Cootie vibe going on. It looked like Foodie Goody. Definitely looked like Foodie Goody. I don't remember, was the original all about like the idea of breaking out of the mundane? Because it seemed like the trailer was all about like people stuck in the mundane. Oh, they, they have a girl now with a horn coming out of her head? Yeah, they, that was kind the of the thing. Is they were, oh, Chris is going to love it now because it's got a female group. character as a main. I I fully expect that I will probably have love a headache it. after the first no, episode. No, you'll love it. You'll love it because it's got a female the beginning. Unless like the females after I the, still want to go back. The female is gonna it's gonna it's gonna have the main character girl and she's gonna be in love with the boyfriend that her sister left behind. <laughs> and the, the, they the have the kitty cat earphones. They have the kitty cat earphones. The sad thing is, is that I as many times as I've tried to go back and watch it, I've never I've never gotten randomly suddenly started liking it more. So it's I don't know. I mean, let's see. We have. We I want to like it. 2nd. I really, really want to like it. It's just, it's so random. We have like two months or so before this comes out. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I, I, we have to do. We have to do Full Metal Panic, and once we finish that, it's probably a good chance that, that about that time we'll have Violet Evergarden out. So we'll have to watch that. And I think we'll have a gap after that. So. Do we want to do Foodie Cootie after that? You're not asking we'll, me for we'll my fi- choice. That's for a fact. <laughs> we'll finally sit down and do that. Oh, it's it's gonna have to be a combiner because I don't think either one of us wants to waste a turd on that one. <laughs> but I I am gonna watch it before the new series comes out. Which, by the way, um, both the anime, uh, both you anime have are gonna technically be technically had two two picks in a row. No, I didn't. The the that was a both. You know that. Uh, no, I don't count like that. You said executive decision. You you went out of your way on that one. It was a decision because we have to. <laughs> it wasn't a decision because I want to. It's that we have to. I told you, do you want? if you don't want to watch it, I'll watch it alone. You said, no, You're I'll watch cheating. it. You're cheating. The fact that you that. said you that you want to watch cheat. it. You cannot cheat like that. The fact that you said you don't, you, that you want to watch it with me. like that. But anyways, the, uh, the series is going to be releasing both in six episodes each. They're going to be on Toonami in the U.S., uh, Fully Quitty Progressive will premiere on June 2nd at 11.30pm EDT and PDT on Adult Swim's Toonami Block. And the second sequel, Fully Quitty Alternative, is slated for September. So, And both of them will release in theatricals for Japan. So, They don't have Toonami, by the way. So, <laughs> I don't think they do. Uh, that's it for Fulikuri, though. Definitely, there's trailers out there. So definitely go check out the trailers if you're excited for Fulikuri. Then you definitely want to go check those out, or you probably already seen them if you're a fan. So, yeah. 
Happy Sugar Life manga is getting an anime adaptation. More adaptations. It's going to be in July, so that'll be a summer anime season show. And we have more Moe horror that Chris will have to force himself to watch because the characters look cute. This one is the psychological horror manga story centers around a beautiful high school girl named Sato uh, Matsuzaka, who believes she has finally found the meaning of love when she begins uh, living with her younger sister. Previously, Sato never refused the advances of a guy. Younger sister or younger girl? A high school girl named Sato who believes she has finally found the meaning of love when she begins living with a younger girl. Yeah. Did I say sister? Yes. Okay. I'm a girl. Uh, previously, Sato never refused the advances of a guy around her, but that changes when she meets a girl named Shio. Uh, the background and age of the mysterious girl are unclear. Uh, when Sato is with Shio, uh, she experiences a very sweet feeling, which is which she understands is love. In order to protect that feeling, Sato is willing to do anything, even if it meets committing murder. Yandere. Seems so. Moe nan Yandere. That's definitely gonna get some. Some interest right there. So, yeah. Summer release for that one, so look forward to that. If you are into Yuri, Yandere, Horror, and Moe. It's, I, guess, I think it's got all four of those genres. Yeah. And more news about Hisone to Masotan, the show that we kind of gushed about before it even released on our preview. <laughs> Uh, it's got another trailer out there, so definitely go run out there and check that out if you listened to our preview and got excited for it as much as we did. Um, I think it's got the music and everything mixed into there. We got kind that, of a picture of a dragon. Yeah, they got they, they got full on yeah, dragon in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Full on mecha dragon going on, so that's that's got hype going for it for us definitely. Cool music in there too. I was I was I was really feeling it with the music in the trailer. So if you are not hyped for the show, definitely check out the trailer and it'll it'll certainly probably get you hyped for it so they have a little cockpit the that she's inside too cockpit is that yeah she's like lays down inside of a weird cockpit i, I guess in his belly or something because <laughs> of rocket jets <laughs> it's like the thing that pop out of it uh i hope that turns out really cool it i, I, I like hope a cat. it looks like it acts like a cat right on i hope it pulls off something really cool with that yeah anyways you can check that out later chris uh, PA Works has announced another anime original series. So I know that we are probably going to take a... Well, we technically, it's a mobile app adaptation they're doing with that other show with, with Pretty Derby. But um, following, I think I have this in order because there's two shows they announced. Yeah, so we have, we have Pretty Derby, which will be spring 2018. And that one will be a... Unless they do overlapping series, which they don't usually... I don't think we've really had them ever do two shows in one season. PA works? Yeah. Pretty sure I have. I think they're... they're, Well, you'll have to show me, because I've I've never seen them ever overlap shows. Um, So, unless they do that, I'm assuming Pretty Derby will have one core, because in summer, they will be doing uh, Sirius the Jagger, which is an anime original series they'll be doing. Um... It's got Sword of Strangers, Masahiro Ando as being directing for it. In fact, Sakura Quest and um, Eccentric Family were in the same season, if I remember right. Mm, I think you're right. That could be. That's off the top of my head. I want to say that the season that they did the um, the kids that um, the one with the poly 
exahedron and the boy who's was he seeing memories or something like that or the girl was seeing memories? a stupid band show was it a band i don't remember a band he he played the piano though it was a it was a the i'm thinking the one with the you're, unless you're talking about glass slip i'm i was Gla- thinking glass of the, slip. i want to say that there was another show that season uh yep so april april the basically the summer season no the spring season they did too with last year or so yeah you're right so yeah unless they do uh two at the same time um we might see pre-derby going a single core um but anyways so we have pre-derby next season um and then starting out in uh summer they'll have sirius the jagger which they have listed as the imperial capital 1930 a strange group of people carrying musical instruments causes uh cases Landed in Tokyo Station, they are called the Jaggers, uh, who came to hunt vampires. Amongst them are there are there stood a young a young man with striking uh, serenity and unusual aura. Uh, his name is Yuliu, uh, I don't know, a werewolf whose uh, home village was destroyed by vampires. He and the uh, the Jaggers. Uh, engage in deadly battle over the mysterious Holy Ark, only known as the Ark of Sirius. What truth writes them in the end? Yeah, the stupid ending of synopsis stuff. So, vampire fires. Looks like it. Werewolves and vampires. Seems so. PA Works doesn't usually do violent shows. I mean, they have. Uh, I mean, like, another was extremely violent, but uh, it's cool to see them to branch out in that kind of stuff every now and then. So, I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, and they usually do, they, I think they do action pretty well too, so cool stuff. Definitely excited for it. And like I said, uh, following that in fall, they will have, uh, let's see here, the Irodoku uh, Sekai no Ashita Kara, or the title they have translated loosely is So Many Colors in the Future, What a Wonderful World. Or literally, uh, from the color-changing worlds tomorrow. I'm assuming they will probably get something better for a title for it in English. But until then, um, you could probably just look it up as the Japanese title. It's probably best. Uh, and this one, it looks to be a like a modern-day setting fantasy show. Uh, I had a trailer. Where'd it go? It's a new fairy tale anime series. Uh, let's see here. It's slated for fall 2018, like I said earlier. Um, it's going to be, I think, the guy that worked on um, Alone in the Sea. I think maybe the director. Yeah, the director for Alone in the Sea. So, cool stuff. Artwork by the artist for the manga, I think, of Kimono Friends. So, that's cool. Uh, the title says the story takes place in Nagasaka in a world where a small amount of magic remains in everyday life. A descendant of magic 17-year-old Hitomi lost her sense of color at a young age and grew up lacking emotion. Her grandmother, Kohaku, a great mage, sends Hitomi to the past, to the year in 2018. Uh, there she spends time with 17-year-old uh, Kohaku and friends from club uh, from club activities, and from the uh, the trailer, <laughs> the girl really hates magic because she says it a lot. <laughs> so that's cool. That's it, interesting. 
I, I think I, I said when we were talking about Pretty Derby, I'm like, it doesn't really have that usual PA Works polish of like, you know, lens flares and really hyper detailed backgrounds. Um, I think we're going to go more into uh, not hyper detailed, but definitely more serious and dark uh, with uh, serious and uh, serious the Jagger. And then with this one, it's more like hyper polished, like a low in the sea type. Yeah, that's what I'm this stuff. one. <laughs> So it's a, it's a cool little mixture of going from hyper moe to uh, hyper action and violence, maybe or definitely probably if you're talking vampires and 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 uh, werewolves, and then going into more slice this, of life. It, it looks like they're 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 they've got their slice of life group just set in stone. So now we go ahead and branch out with the other two. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, it's nice. I, I, I like that they have this cool lineup. Hopefully they don't overburden themselves and just knock them out. Um, and yeah, I'm perfectly fine with them doing like a two core, two core, two core, kind of lapsing into each other if they have the manpower to do it. Because obviously, Sakura Quest and Eccentric Family were both very beautiful shows. So And they managed to pull those off at the same time. And I think they do a lot of pre-stuff. Because I mean, they, they technically have an entire trailer already made out for a show that's going to be in fall. Obviously, they're working on it already. So... That's cool as well. Unless they just kind of build it to get the hype up, which they, they do technically do. I don't know. Uh, I hinted at this earlier, but yes, Violet Evergarden is going to be hitting Netflix on April 5th in the it's U.S. It's dang time. Finally coming to the United States. <laughs> they list it as season one, like they always do. I don't know why people are writing that too much, but uh, yes, the first core, technically, of it. Uh, is going to be released in April, so definitely drop everything you're doing on April 5th and go watch that. Um, yeah. They also hinted with the light novel in Japan. Uh, they have a, a extended novel, which is like a... Um, uh, what do they call it? A Violet Evergarden Gaiden side story novel. Uh, in the On the jacket of it, it teased that there's a new project in progress so i don't know if that's more of the light novel or if they're going to do more uh more adaptation with it which you know look forward to that hopefully something comes out of that exciting yes finally finally be able to watch it and i i hope it's i hope it turns out good i I know that there's a lot of hubbub about if it wasn't as good as everybody was hyping up for but who knows most people that said that kind of stuff are people they don't really trust anyway so We'll see. Uh, let's see here. Moving forward, we have High School Girl manga adaptation is finally coming out. <laughs> they have announced it's about time. They've announced it uh, going to be done by JC staff, and unfortunately, it is going to be fully CGI. I want to say that they announced that that junk like four or five years ago. Uh, I would say. Four, right because they i think the reason why it stopped was if he doesn't remember we talked we i think we talked about in a discussional way back in the day um that snk like all these companies were suing the crap out of each other over of the of the title so yeah it it, it got into a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo and i think that's what probably delayed the the release of it yeah as snk playmore uh filed a com- criminal complaint against square enix uh, asserting that the manga features over 100 instances of characters from the King of Fighters, Samurai Spirits, and other ga- it basically is a show about them playing games, so no crap is going to have characters in it. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, cool stuff, though. Um, I'm glad that it's finally coming out. I am not too keen on the use of CGI, um, but if the comedy is good enough, if they have a funny story to tell there, then we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, all I can think of is that using the CGI in order to be able to transpose the gameplay in there better, or I don't know, maybe they thought that it would fit the character designs better. We'll see. I'm sure if it's funny enough, I won't really care in the I've end. I've been waiting for this show for forever, so I don't care as long as I get it. Hudson Soft. So nostalgic, too. Just seeing all the games on the screen. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have more fun with the, the nostalgia of it than anything. Uh, let's see here. Nesby's Book of Friend is going to have a film that was revealed. Uh, it's going to premiere in Japan on September 29th. Hopefully, Crunchyroll will get that as well, because they seem to get a lot of the OVAs. Hopefully. Uh, the movie is going to be titled Tied to the Temporal World. So, more Nesimi that will never, ever, ever end. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I already talked about that, so we can skip that. Spike Chunsoft is going to release a Steinsgate Elite to the West. So, that's cool. Um, Spike Chunsoft apparently has a Western front. So, apparently, they are going to be helping doing the releases over here in North America. So... Uh, the Steinsgate Elite, for those that don't know, is essentially a remake of the uh, 2009 Steinsgate visual novel uh, with fully animated uh, cutscenes. I think the characters might be fully animated. I'm not sure, positive there. Uh, footage from the anime, uh, newly produced animation from White Fox kind of implemented in there as well. So if you've never played the Steinsgate games, you can just kind of chill and wait for the, the new one to come out. So. It seems like that's the way to go. If it's got everything that the original has, and plus it's better, <laughs> why not? Yeah, I think the some some yeah Q Games. I think it was Q Games. Uh, some European group had released it over here, had exported it here recently. The original Steins Gate that was on Vita and stuff like that. And I was thinking about picking it up, but I might go ahead and just wait for this one. It's gonna be on. Digital and physical on PS4 and PC Steam. That sucks. I want a Vita version. Maybe I might get the other one anyways. <laughs> oh, come on, Switch. Come on, Switch. I'm, I'm, I'm all for Switch. Bungo Stray Dogs Dead Apple Film will be getting screens in the US and Canada in May. It was announced by uh, Crunchyroll as part of their Movie Nights events. It'll be on May 2nd, 5th, and 6th. So if you're looking for the movie Dead Apple... Definitely check out their listings for that. Uh, that's it for news. All I have really left is our license run do uh, run through. So, as for use per usual fashion, I will run through these. If anything stands out to you that you want me to read, their probably very awkward synopsis. Let me know. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Funimation will be simul dubbing Dance with the Dragons. I'm sure they're going to announce more, but that's all they've announced so far upon making this. Uh, Crunchyroll has started streaming Akira movie, uh, the original Akira movie, the 1989 movie. So that's cool. Wow. Uh, real you life. Should, you should you should read that synopsis. Do they have a synopsis in here for it? <laughs> Let's see here. Neo Tokyo. I was just messing with you. <laughs> no, they don't have nothing. They have nothing. They put a synopsis for everything, but not for that one, because everybody's like, they know they know what Akira is. Everybody knows what Akira is. Uh, maybe Crunchyroll has a synopsis for Akira. Yes, 
The clandestine army, army activates, threaten the war-torn city of Neo Tokyo when a mysterious being with the power psychic, a powerful psychic ability, escapes from his prison and inadvertently draws a violent motorcycle gang into a heinous web of experimentation. As a result, a biker with a twisted mind embarks on a path of war, seeking revenge against a society what once called him weak. This is a very interesting synopsis. I would never have thought about describing it like that. Uh, he screams in the streets and blows up windows. <laughs> he turns over tanks with his mind. There's a CG DNA thing that wiggles when things happen. Weird gray people walk out of the side. That's the oldest looking baby I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> she has more wrinkles than my grandma. Why are they all in baby carriages? They look old. Anyways, uh, the real life finale OVA series is now on Crunchyroll for all those that thought that told me that there was no need for any more stuff for real life, even though I said that it needed more and needed closure and everybody said I was stupid for saying that. Do you have closure? I think I made that joke before when they announced they were doing AVA. Sorry. Sarah to the end. Randy Coco. We we struggle not to watch that again. We were going to watch that again on Crunchyroll, but we decided not to. Uh, no, it Ren. was just too much. It, we we couldn't handle the awesomeness that is Randy Coco. And the awesomeness of, of No Ren. And Gadgar. Hey, I handled, I handled uh, No Ren. You couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle it. You watch that's a lot of you. things that I question why you watch them. So <laughs> that's nothing new. Uh, a show with the crazy teacher showing their children, her children, her butt naked with cream on herself is. Go ahead, Chris. There you go. I don't know what you're talking about, but we'll go with it. A, a lady harassing no, her students. She talked about a. She talked about it with college kids. Get over it, Andrew. <laughs> Get over it, Andrew. Gadgard, uh, Dance in the Vampire Bund, The Sacred Blacksmith, Last Exile Fam, The Silver Wing, um, Heaven's Lost Properties. Sacred Blacksmith irritates the snot out of me. When are we getting more of that show? I, I know, yeah. That that show cut off at a really bad point. I, I, I need to go and read the manga. That's what I need to do is just be done with it. Funimation releases. They're going to be releasing physically as the God's Will uh, live action on June 5th and Prison School live action on June 26th. So <laughs> I've seen the trailer for the Prison School one and they, yeah, <laughs> they do a pretty good job of making that show actually come to life. As weird as that is. Uh, Made in Japan announced that they have what, the, uh, the J-drama version. If you want to call J drama, yeah, the, the live action is what it's called. The live actually, action, technically. Okay. I don't think gotcha. they. I don't technically it's classified as a drama. True. It's just her squatting in the dude's face. Medusa faces. Made I in. Want to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> see if they show the Medusa face. Again. I, I got to see the main scene, the be, the best scene of the show. That's what I got to see. Elaborate what's the best scene because there's a lot of crazy scenes. Honest the scene in the later episodes. Yeah, that 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 uh, the nurse's office. The nurse's office. Yes, we'll we'll call it the nurse's office. I think I've seen that, or at least I seen the trailer for it. Made in Japan uh, has announced they have a Tabaton Dog anime film. It's going to be releasing an English dub as well on Blu-ray July 10th. 
I've never heard of that one before, and I was kind of interested to see that kind of pop up. I'm not sure if that's a recent or if that's an older show or older movie. But I've never seen it before, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, they describe it as, after the death of his mother, Tenz, uh, Tenzin d- decides to leave his town to live with his father in the grasslands of Tebet, Tibet, uh, in a new place with new people, and while learning to become a sheep herder, a sheep herder, sorry, uh, Tenzin will find help in the most unexpected ways through uh, a golden, uh, t- is it a Tibetan? I don't know how to pronounce that, guard dog, uh, which he changed... Tibetan. Tibetan. I'm sorry, there you go. Uh, which he changed, which changed his life forever, and becoming his greatest friend. So, Tibetan dog, anime film. Andrew knows words. Sentai Filmworks says that they are getting uh, Welcome to Pie Carrot uh, DX OVA two. They got released on DVD July thirty first. Uh, Dark Horse is going to release Gantz G Manga first uh, release on June thirteenth. Right Stuff is releasing the Skip Beat Blu-ray on behalf of Pied Piper, finally. So if you did not do the Kickstarter, you can finally pick that up. Uh, they're also doing a Gundam 00-10th Anniversary set. Uh, that's going to have both se- uh, seasons, special edition OVAs, and a Awakening of the Trailblazer film. And they apparently have already announced they will be doing a separate Blu-ray and DVD release on the side as well. So, yeah. Here's the fun ones. These are always the fun ones to go through. The, the light novels and mangas that these, these, these people pick up. Seven Seas has I Want to Eat Your Pancreas novel and manga. So that's cool because they have that movie coming out. Uh, the novel will release on November 20th of 2018. And the uh, manga will release on January 22nd of 2019. Keep in mind as I'm going through these. I listened to a, the interview for Seven Seas, and they kind of go into the fact of why this stuff gets announced like a year before they even come out is because they have to do that for the bookstores, which really sucks. But uh, that's why they're so far out. Uh, so just look forward to it. Uh, Beauty and the Beast Girl, Yuri Manga, on January 29th in uh, 2019. The Ideal Sponger Life Manga for March 12th of 2019. Total Eclipse of the Eternal Heart Manga on March 19th, 2019. Oops, I messed up and made the wrong person into a magical girl manga on October 9th. Seems legit. I gotta read this one. What is this? I like the cover art. It has like some crazy <laughs> Right on. Uh, while searching for a brave candidate to become a magical girl and defend the world from evil, a mythical creature finds Kayo Majiba, a cute young lady who seems like the perfect fit. But when this newly turned magical girl proves to be a crude delinquent who goes berserk in a, conf- uh, in a conflict, it becomes clear that this may have been a terrible mistake. Now evil and any innocent bystanders will face the rage of a magical girl gone wrong. <laughs> I'm on board. Uh, let's see that adapted. And finally, they have Now Loading, which I think is also another Yuri manga. A lot of cool Yuri mangas, so there you go. Yeah, that's a Yuri manga, so cool stuff. G-Kids has announced they have licensed Fireworks, the anime film, in theatrical. They're going to be doing a theatrical release this summer, so that's cool. Uh, Discotech has announced they have Star Ocean EX, Tokyo Underground, and Like the Clouds, Like the Wind, so... Cool stuff. And that's that's it. That is all 
other news that Andrew cares about? Anything I missed? I'd probably not. I ask you every time. I know. Thinking you're going to give me a different answer. But it never is different. There, there was there's, that one time you said something random. There's live photos from Anime Japan. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's going on right now. Let's see if they let's see if anything new has popped up since I went through. Sukugami. Sukumogami Kashimasu anime first PVA has been released. Uh compilation film teaser released for Maiden Abyss. God Eater 3 was announced. Uh for PS4 and PC, yes. Tricell is gonna do the beatless OP too. Anyways, cool stuff. I think there's also a trailer for uh, the Sword Online allization arc. So if you're a fan of, of Sword Online, you can check out their new trailer they got. So It's a tree. <laughs> it's, it's a tree and then pictures of characters. Like a true teaser. Yeah, I love Japanese teasers. I guess technical teasers like that. I give them a bad rap. But yeah, after that, we go into our community. Again, if you want to leave us a question that we read on the podcast for our discussion of podcast episodes, you can go to atakuspirit.com. Go to the top. There's a form link at the top. Click in there. Go make an account. Talk to the great people you have there. And then post a question in our anime question thread. Uh, otherwise, you can submit it on the atakuspirit.com website. At the top, there's a contact us button up there. Or you can send it to us on Twitter, whatever you want to do. Uh, I think there's also an email, andrewatakuspirit.com, if you want to do that as well. Lots of ways of getting a hold of us. Um, I think somebody even tweeted me a question the other day. I'm not sure if they wanted me to read on here, but uh, I guess we can kind of answer it a little bit more on here since Twitter doesn't really get that much to respond with. Boy Buijban is, uh, says, uh, do you ever get anime fatigue? The anime winter season was such a drag and I couldn't keep up uh, with any anime. Just the two anime I invested in time in already. Uh, is the spring lineup going to be better? That's two questions, basically. Do you get anime fatigued? Um, and do you think the spring's going to be better than winter? As far as for anime fatigue, or... We'll start with the first one. Uh, the first question, uh, do you get anime fatigue? Yes. I have gotten anime fatigue. Uh, we mentioned a lot of times I got the club anime shows and everything really burnt me out for a while there. And I kind of slipped away and Chris kind of kept doing the anime thing and I was doing the gaming stuff. And then we opened up a spirit and then I really haven't had fatigue since then. Now granted. Yeah. Every now and then you pop on a show and it's like, you're not doing anything, but kind of the usual stuff. And there's sometimes where a show can be doing the same stuff that every other show has done. And I'll be, that's cool. Let's just see what new things they do. And there's other times where I'm like, I have no time in the world for you, and I shut it off. So there's a fatigue in that. But like I kind of responded to his question on Twitter, because I wasn't sure if he wanted it on here or there. Um, I think the fact that we have the website, we have the podcast, and I want to help create content for it, um, getting the recognition from like Crunchyroll for like the judges and stuff like that, kind of drives me to keep wanting to watch and consume these shows just to have content to provide to our listeners. So there is kind of an element that that kind of prevents me from getting fatigued because there's an additional benefit to watching the shows. Whereas most people, they're watching shows and it's like, yeah, they might get into a community that they can talk about shows, but if you don't have somebody to kind of ping off of or throw content at, 
you're more likely to get burnt out and not care about continuing watching stuff than somebody like me that's creating content. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last time I really I got really fatigued was probably way back then with those club shows, though. I, they burnt me out and plus a lot of other stuff that was kind of going on at the same time. So, uh, But as for the seasons, I think uh, the winter season was not that uh, it was it was probably one of the weaker seasons i i think there was a lot of shows that i was excited for but there's also like really good gems in there so you'll hear us i starting next week we'll be doing reviews going forward um but there's some gems out there that definitely shouldn't be ignored but yeah for the most part looking at it from a broader sense nothing really kind of truly stands out so um but there's some good shows in there uh, yeah. but as for spring yeah i mean given is it's going to be an insane season yeah that's 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 the reason why i was asking is it it, do you mean uh, as far as fatigue are you going to be more fatigued next season or or because you're going to have more shows i think that likely yeah but it i would assume that you probably line up more with andrew's taste and so um there there's it looks like there's more uh robust lineup of different types of shows and so that will tend to cause more shows to be on your list. And if only two anime of this last season was what you were interested in, possibly. I don't know. I think it's also plenty of shows there that are returning. So there's probably going to be more chances that there's shows that you are familiar with. You know what they got and you're wanting more of it. So, yeah. I think it's exciting, though. I think there's a lot of people that are excited for it. And I think, I think, uh, like I said, check out our preview too. Um, you'll you'll hear what we're excited for. So, uh, let's see. On our forums, we have Chihi Rori uh, three, which is a new member of our forums. Posted. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the site. I think we already welcomed you last podcast episode. Uh, says hello, new gal here. I have been binging your podcast and love it. I joined the community because the focus on anime as well as the community being centered around a high-quality podcast that keeps me engaged, even when listening to it in the background sounds while I'm working. Uh, keep up the great work, Chris and Andrew. Thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, I have a couple questions that may have been answered in older podcasts, but I'll throw them out there if they haven't been touched on yet. I think it's fine either way, because sometimes we'll even have different opinions than the last time that we read a question on it, so... Since I'm, uh, I'm a longtime fan, anime fan, and I have seen my taste in anime mature as I look back on what I've watched. Uh, I've been married over six years, and have, and in that time, I've grown out high school, grown out of high school rom-coms because of what I've learned through my marriage. Uh, most high school romances stories, in general, have situations unfold through miscommunication, leading uh, to either drama or comedy. When I watch a rom-com now, I get frustrated more than entertained by the lack of communication, knowing that if the characters had just communicated better, things would have been not have escalated. Uh, my two question, my question is twofold. Just to interject before you do that, sure. I I, I add, added this note because it absolutely drives me crazy. I totally agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. It says, has your life and maturity growth through life influenced how you view anime? Like in my case with rom-coms. Yeah, um, I I kind of think it does. And and I, I let's see, I know my tastes have 
changed over time, but I can't really give a specific reason for what it is that has kind of changed my taste on them. Um, I, I, I do, I did used to kind of like the more horror type shows, but I just really can't stand them much anymore. I tolerate them in a lot of cases, but I don't really go out of my way for them at all. Stereotype myself, I know, but <laughs> being as I was a young boy, uh, the stereotype for young boys definitely matched me in the idea that, yeah, when I was a kid, I liked edgy. I liked violence. I love stupid action, uh, horror. All that stuff was like, ooh, edgy. I'm watching this. Um, I get a huge kick out of it, and I would be entertained by it, and I'd watch it to death back in the day. Um, but, yeah, looking back on it now, yeah, that stuff has changed. Um, if I have horror or heavy action i usually want some type unless it's really well done action that's kind of got you at the edge of your seat it's gonna have to have something else in there if it's got horror it's gonna have to have a reason behind it um if it's uh, back in the day i couldn't probably watch uh slice of life shows that i watch these days because back then i'd probably be bored of it it would probably most of the experiences the characters are going through i probably wouldn't uh even relate to and i wouldn't care about so there's definitely a huge change from my teen self to my adult self. It's it's really in that uh, I expect more from shows that that give a hint that they're going to have something for me, and I expect to be entertained and laugh and be uh, be connected to the more fluffy shows that don't really have like it's it's wanting to tell me something. I. I treasure my time more, so there's there's some, certain shows that unless it's if it's if it's wasting my time back in the day, I might have bought a DVD set and I really have no choice but to enjoy it. Nowadays, I can turn off a stream. I mean, it, there's 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 a difference in how things are provided to you, what you accept, what you technically have to accept, um, and your level of expectations from the show that you're watching. So it definitely all. I, I can't think of a single thing. That, I, that has not has changed in my taste since I was in my teen years. So, I'm with you. <laughs> it's just more <laughs> tenfold is because it's everything. Everything has changed. I mean, we just did a review on Escaflone. And I'm sure back then I couldn't understand most of the political intrigue that was happening in that show back when I watched it a long time ago. Um, and I kind of view it differently now. Um, perspectives on what the story is trying to tell you might have changed, so... That's that's a that's uh, the themes that it might be saying. Your 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 perspectives on themes might be different than what they were when you're younger. So, yeah. Could you imagine me picking up on on the fate versus free will in when I was a kid? I mean, <laughs> I'd be like, dude, this is just brilliant. It's like mind blowing, and and I would have never caught the <laughs> fate versus free will thing. Well, that's like that's like back in the day. It was like a huge. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who was starting it, but it, Japan loves doing it in general. So it, it's it's the biblical uh, the one they the one they tie like the Bible into it, like King James version type Bible stuff. And like Neon Jesus Evangelion is, is full, full of, of it. Them. And I mean, back in the day, it was like that stuff. I was like, ooh, if my <laughs> if my grandfather knew or my grandma knew did, I was watching did, this, did, she'd did be the, mad. Did, was and the, I, so it was partly like an edgy thing and partly like a, I feel like I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. And then I would watch it, it's like, they they are just, half the time they're brilliant with it, but half the time it's like, 
Okay, you're just no, using just it for cheesy. you're just you're was, just was using it, the Bible it, to be edgy. Now was stop. It, <laughs> was it was Gungrave the one that they had one of the guys walking through and he would do the uh, the uh, the yay though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or something or was that um, in the Spike Spiegel shows? It might have been that or it might have been uh, it might have been Trigun because he the Trigun? guy that carried the big huge cross he carried the tr- cross and then he would. I, I remember w- one of them doing it and constantly. It was like, okay, it's kind of cheesy if you think about it. <laughs> so yeah, to answer your question, everything has changed. <laughs> uh, for your your issue with the Willy Wonka thing, yeah, and and miscommunication. That's, I think it's just a really easy way to create conflict, and it's it's partly a sign of poor writing, but also a sign of there's a lot of people that really like it. So. Half the time, in one hand, you have that they're trying to appease a crowd, and the other hand, it's just them like going, "Okay, this is like an Isekai show. It's really easy kind of formula that we can throw in here that people are going to enjoy, and then we can build off of it. They might do something cool with it, like gamers. I the miscommunication in that one worked because it was hilarious the way they portrayed it. Whereas other cases, yeah, I get I completely frustrated. I'm curious, did you like gamers? <laughs> you gotta let us know. Did you like gamers? I'm I'm really curious if that one. That one, that one either you you either went with it and you laughed, or you probably despised that show because that was nothing but that. <laughs> uh, second question they have is: uh, Were there a, co- a comedy centric shows that would normally appeal to your taste of humor, as humor is subjective, but end up frustrating you or leaving you negative feelings, not laughs? I I, I put down that my humor is more kind of uh, meta or cerebral and. I t- and, and anime tends to rarely do that well. So I guess it kind of answers your question in the fact that, yes, I I do have an, a, an, a humor that appeals to my taste, but it never quite hits that. So I tend to just kind of settle into the more cutesy moe and, and just have fun with all that stuff. Um, I can't really think of any particular shows that have left me flat out negative um, so it's just, epic. I didn't like that from the <laughs> beginning. So you can't, can't really say it left me with negative feelings, but if I had negative feelings going in, well, it left you negative feelings. Cause you left it <laughs> negative feelings. <laughs> I went, where, where, you, with, where are we I missing something with, here? I went in with open and I came away with negative. So I guess you were right on that aspect, but I didn't finish it. Um, but no, I, it, it, that goes right into exactly what I was getting ready to say is, I suppose, if anything, it's chaotic shows. I just, I can't come up with any chaotic humor show that it should, in theory, work for me because I do like um, a lot of the chaotic uh, goo. The, yeah, they they hot and goo is straight up exactly. Random. They 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 are they should work for me because they are very meta and they sh- they tend to be more cerebral in their content but the problem is is they're just too quick too um bam 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 and i just come away with a headache and i don't even want to bother with it it just it bugs me and i hate them i think i think most of the moe shows or most moe shows are that are comedic or the ones that you enjoy i don't think there's really is there well i guess technically pretty much all shows these days that are comedic or moe in general. I mean, Konosuba might branch out of that a little bit, and Pop Team Epic wasn't very moe, but um, I think that's what they're kind of going for. So I, I think the only ones here recently that I've never, that didn't work for me is like 
Uh, Pocky Mepic didn't work for me because it's too Western. The the feel of it is too Western. Um, I I grew out of that kind of humor. I was way into that type of humor back in the day, and I just got tired of it. And it's it's the, it's that same humor. Then like I don't really care to get that in that in that again. So it, it's fine. The satire of it in it and the spoofs that they have in it were still making me laugh. Like I still laugh when it was referencing uh, Chrono Trigger and your name, but. The other stuff just didn't really work for me, so uh, I don't know. It, it's I'm usually pretty easygoing when it comes to humor. It's just it's gonna work or it's not. Uh, it usually has to. I like referential humor. I like self-referential humor. I like uh, meta. I like um, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's it's really hard to kind of categorize what doesn't work for me because there, there's cases where something doesn't work for me and I categorize it as this, and then something else pulls it off. So I don't know. Comedic. It's like it's it's this is difficult to say that a show is great or not great when it's comedic because it's objective, like you mentioned. Um, it's more difficult to point out what actually makes it work for you because you're you're referencing something that's probably not going to work for somebody anyway. So, yeah, it just, we we go into it and and give it a shot, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. There is no, I mean, like what was that uh, Sakamoto Kun? We would have never figured that would have worked, but it kind of did. Um, I went into that thinking, I thoroughly went into that thinking I wasn't going to enjoy it. Yeah. And I it, enjoyed it. And, 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 and we came away with it very, very happy with it. So it's, it, it, it's, it's hard to say what it is. It's it, humor is humor. Uh, I can see people walking into Harangu after us uh, complaining that people are not watching that show for years. And, walking away and coming back and saying, why the heck are you telling us to go and watch Hara and Goo? I, I don't know. It worked perfectly for us. I don't, I don't get why it, it didn't work, but, uh, but at the same time, I loved, um, we loved the, um, the show just a season or two ago, which I can see a lot of people. Suri not Duri children, yeah. uh, Guru Guru. Guru Guru. I can see a lot of people not liking that show. It worked perfectly Psyche for K. us. Psyche K. Great show. Very random. <laughs> Uh, I think the only one recently, comedy-wise, that it didn't work for me, that worked for you, was Unhappy. I was I was unhappy with Unhappy. Um, I guess the only one recently that I can think of that didn't. And of course, there's there's some that like popped in epic. The stuff that we just kind of walked away from. So I did like the Timmy 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 uh, Chihi also says, my other question has to do with weather. How about Lee? Let's call her Lee. Chi-chan. We'll call him Chi-chan. Chi-chan. Chi-chan says, my other question has to do with weather. I live in Midwest USA, and it's currently fairly cold and snowy. Because of this, uh, I notice a, I, I tend to gravitate towards shows that are set in summer, especially Isekai series like Flying Witch or um, Yashike series. I'm sorry. Yashike series like Flying Witch. Or the currently airing uh, Hakume to Mikochi or and Mikochi, sorry. Uh, I do under I do not plan to watch a place further than the universe until it warms up IRL. When I'd be more apt to watch a winter slash fall centric anime. My question is: Does weather ever dictate what you watch? Uh, want to watch uh, such as Happy Show when it is raining out for days, or something mellow when the sun is blazing? With the uh, with all of its glory and the heat of winter, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Mainly because most of the stuff we're watching is in season, and they usually typically will match around season sometimes. Like, uh, you lay back camp right now is just hitting all the cold vibes during the winter season, and it's it's pulling that off really well. Uh, yeah, and technically, uh, a place further in the universe is definitely got a very cold lo- location, and we're coming out of winter, so they usually kind of fit them around the seasons, but we're usually watching whatever's on the season, so it's really dictated on what they air. Outside of that, when we do our side shows, no, nah, not really. I don't think we rarely ever push the show for a season. <laughs> I I kind of mixed. I, I hate summer. I don't want anything to do with summer. I hate it. I, I, I just want winter and all, all year round. But unfortunately, that doesn't really work on, on our shows. So, um, yeah, winter... Uh, sh- Shows that are wintry always make me happy, and in winter, I kind of like the more fuzzy, cuddly type shows, but it doesn't really matter. You're not going to have a fuzzy, cuddly show that kind of captures winter vibes, per se, I guess. Yep. I don't want summer. Never. I don't want it. I hate it. When they show characters going, ah, achie, or something like that, it makes me hot, and I I get mad, because I hate hot. All right. Thanks for the questions, Chichan. Um, next we have is Fragoff says we are all we are all about anime, but Japan also produces other interesting things media wise. I'm a big viewer of Japanese movies. They can produce some real gems like Thirteen Assassins, Zaitoshi, uh, Zaitoishi, uh, Shogun Assassin, and marvelous, happy, sad Zai Zai anime or Zai Samurai, uh, Scabbard Samurai. Uh, they also have very nice series like Good Morning Call or the recent Erased, even if it's based on the manga. Uh, do you guys also watch some uh, other things from Japan that are not generally related to mangas nor anime live action style? Uh, and if yes, give us three uh, top three reasons. Top top three with reasons. I'm sorry. Um, I've watched a lot, um, mainly during my kind of off anime seasons a long time ago. Uh, I don't remember really many of the names. The only the one that always ends up popping in my head was Tokyo Chorus, which I watched, I think, in a, a hotel room a long time ago. I don't remember where I was going, but yeah, I watched Tokyo Chorus. It was a, a black and white silent movie that was about the Japan during like a really bad depression period and this guy trying to basically make his family happy. And I thought it was really cool and it was really, really funny too. Uh, of course, Death Note, the live-action movie series, I think was uh, better than the anime in many regards. Um, I definitely recommend it. It had a better ending, definitely. Uh, watched the Battle Royale series. Um, that's really the only... I think I did watch 13 Assassins. I recognize that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you ask me for like a top list, I, I really... There was one that I watched, um, I think it was a, a J-drama series about a Japanese guy that goes to another time period um, after his wife goes ill, and he's the doctor, basically doctor going back in the past time thing, and it was really cool, but I don't remember anything about it. There was a there was a short time on... Was it was it Jin? Is that why I wrote down Jin? Possibly. Um, when Crunchyroll first introduced the... Yeah, it's called I don't, Jin. I want to say J I N. I want to say that I had bumped into it prior to um, Crunchyroll picking it up. 
I want to say that there was a kind of like a second side to Crunchyroll, probably before the Vivo stuff started up, that I had accidentally bumped into that had a whole bunch of J drama. And yeah, they I did was, the, they did the Death Note uh, J dramas TV series there too, and they did the uh, the food the food eating girl anime short that had with a food girl. They did a TV drama of that, and they had that on there as well on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I was talking about before that actually got added to Crunchyroll. Oh. There was a, another site. I don't remember the oh, name of it. Oh, yeah. You talked about it before. Uh-huh. And uh, they, I actually, I, I went and bumped into it, and I, I started getting really heavy into Because we were laughing about what was on the front page of it. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and um, I, I, I followed a, a few of them over there, but I never, it, it never was something that I could really get into because of time. And that's the biggest thing that I think that is... The main reason why we don't discuss a lot of J-drama, it's not that we don't want to cover it, it's just that we just don't have time. There's just no possible way for us to cover all the anime and all the J-drama. That would be like, you want us to die or something. Um, but no, I, I... Do you want us to die? <laughs> do you want us to die? Um, no, I, I, I have watched a couple. I could... Don't ask me. I don't remember. Um, I do remember at some point on Netflix, I bumped into some psycho-resurrected samurai girl or ninja girl or something like that and she was pulling off her chest and throwing them and making grenades out of them i did a review on our on our site at one point for reals tell me more (laughs) go on I'm sorry. I was I was looking for that. That's the only <laughs> one I can remember off the top of my head. She was <laughs> she was throwing grenade boobies. I got you. Yeah, she. It, um, was, it was crazy. It was there was nuts. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. I I did watch. I think. Uh, yeah, I watched the the Final Fantasy 14 J drama. That was really cute. That because that kind of resonated with me um, and my dad. So that was that was really cool watching that. Uh, it was cheesy. It had cheesy parts in it, but I thought that the story itself was like, I wish I could could have kind of done what this guy did because it sounded really cool. And, and I'll tell you a truth. I'll tell you a truth. I heard rumor of this crazy J drama, uh, or uh, I I don't know. It would I I would classify it as hentai probably, <laughs> of some kind of rapey uh, uh, zombies in. Uh, and and it, it is it is in there somewhere, in Netflix. Okay. Just saying, just saying. All right. Thanks for bringing that to attention. <laughs> I haven't got a chance to watch the Erase one though. I I really do want to watch it because I know that it it technically is that on Netflix. Follows yeah, it technically follows the manga's ending that everybody was controversially saying was changed with the anime and hit publa around that. So I do want to watch that though. I don't know. <laughs> that might actually be depending on how well they do uh, the abusive scenes in that. That might actually be more painful to watch as a live action if they do it well enough. So I don't know. I don't know if I can handle that. Uh, there's a sort of semi disconnect that happens when you're watching anime versus you know real characters. So we'll see. Uh, let's see here. One more. Let's do Fragoff says totally forgot to ask this question on Kill a Kill. When did uh, when we did the watch along on it, sorry about that, but better extra late than never. I think I remember Andrews having issues with that show, so give us a review on it. I'm surprised I haven't posted that review yet, but apparently I have not. It's in it, it. I have a little review bucket over here, and 
Yes, Kill a Kill is in there. Uh, we reviewed it November of 2017, or we recorded it, but it has not been posted yet. So I've been behind on posting the midweeks, and I apologize for that, but that's really just a case of I literally have barely enough time to put together our outlines anymore. So it's literally that difficult here recently. We've been both just swamped. My work has been changing. I, I'm i taking on new responsibilities and working overtime. It's it's a case of trying to get the time to do that. And I put priority to the time that I have. I'm going to put together a podcast to make sure we have a podcast at the end of the week. So um, hopefully... I don't know things aren't going to slow down, but hopefully things will slow down so I can get back to doing the midweeks. Uh, because we have, like, what is that, like, 15, maybe 20 shows in here. I have Bang Dream. I can't believe I didn't post that one yet. That was recorded back in uh, April 2017. Uh, tells the story of the, uh, the Cross 2, Attack on Titan, the night novel, I believe. All you need is kill manga. <laughs> Koyomi Mon- we have Monogatari's. We have Koyomi Monogatari, Awari Monogatari, uh, Awari Makatari Part 2 uh, Kuro Mokuro I did a review for that one Wake Up Girls, the first season one that we did watch together Ajin Season 2, Little Witch Academia High School DXD because we watched through those to prepare for this next season Kill a Kill uh, Kizumatakatari the third movie Kino's Journey, the original series Girls on Panzer, the film uh, these are a bunch of movies that we had to watch for that judging thing uh, Girls on Pounds of the Film, In This Corner of the World, Genocidal Oregon, Sword Online, Ordinal Scale. Uh, we watched through Sakura, uh, Carcraft to Sakura and prepare for this season. So we had a review, a review for that. And then uh, I already posted that one. Skip Beat. So Skip Beat to post too. So yeah. <laughs> Tons of posts, but we will eventually post them. So look forward to those. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's all the time we have for the day. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, discussional podcast episode. Um, definitely, like I said, if you want to post questions for us to do in our next, it will probably be a while before we do another discussional podcast episode, but we can always, uh, put them in the docket for later on. So definitely don't hold off on posting your questions if you want to ask us questions for the podcast. But yeah, I think going forward, we'd be going into a three to four parter reviews for the winter season. Then we'll be going into, uh, first impressions, music, and the rigmarole, right back in the rigmarole. Yep. Excited? Excited? I am very excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to talk about some shows that we've been kind of uh, t- consuming over the last few years. Because I think, I think, like I said, we mentioned earlier, I think it was technically, technically overall not a fantastic season, but there was some, definitely some gems in there. Like, there's stuff in there that I definitely uh, hope that people don't miss out on. So getting to tell people about those is uh, going to be cool. Definitely. But yeah, we're from the talkspeed.com website. Go there for our anime new and old. Great community in the formerly top social media links on the right side and all that good stuff. And we thank you all for listening and you'll take care. Oh,